This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself. Change with world. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers. Excited to have you back again this week. And for the first time here up in the Northeast, I'm actually seeing sun, which is pretty incredible. Um, Because if you've been watching the weather or you're from here, you know that we just keep getting snowstorm after snowstorm. Um, Even down south here in Providence or up in the Boston area, we've been definitely getting dumped on more than, than usual this, this time of year. So it's been gray and white. Uh, pretty much exclusively. But uh, today the sun is shining bright and I think that we're getting a little bit of melting of the snow, which is absolutely wonderful. Um, and we're going to talk about finding what you love and having more of it today on this on this show. So uh, finding what you love and having more of it. So, you know, we're going to take this piece by piece, right? Well, first one is how do you find what it is that you love? Well, I, I am going to answer this very simply. Um, you enjoy it. You um, feel good while you're doing it. Or even if it's challenging for you, it feels good. It's like a different kind of feel good. But it feels good to to keep moving towards whatever you know, goal or objective or um, experience you've laid out for yourself. So our our emotions and um, our general sense of well-being is really helps us determine what it is that we love and what it is that we enjoy. And it's not really actually that much more complicated than that. Um, and then uh, when it comes to having more of it, right? Um, that sometimes can be a little more challenging. We, we run into our mental and emotional and even, you know, situational obstacles along the way. So, um, you know, what I, what I really want to focus on in, in finding what you love and having more of it is that idea of, you know, the purpose, which I've talked about, you know, how living our purpose, um, which is doing what we love and, and finding ways to kind of be that and do that more. That's really a purpose. And then, um, as, um, that living our purpose is a, a very strong key to our overall fulfillment, our success as well. But we're going to talk about it from a fulfillment perspective today. So, um, you know, when it is, um, when we are connected to that purpose and what it can do for us is it can really take us beyond what we've previously seen as, as possible, you know, so we can keep opening up to deeper and deeper and bigger, bigger ways of creating depth and meaning in and and harmony in our lives and also by kind of connecting this way to what it is that that we love and um you know our general sense of purpose it helps us become more confident and um to be less afraid of the challenges that we might face along the way so in general it increases our resiliency right um so one of the keys to really having more of what you love in your life is recognizing your own personal power, right? So we're not going to feel satisfied in our lives or, or fulfilled in our lives unless we understand really the type of power that we hold in every moment in every day. 
right? So if I think that my my work um, or my actions or anything that I do in my life is is generally um, meaningless, it doesn't matter what I do, doesn't matter how I show up, right? This is going to have a really dramatic effect on um, the way I go about things, right? So instead of showing up to a moment saying, what can I do with this moment? How can I create something really fabulous here? You know, something that I would love, something that maybe other people will love and would like to share with me. You know, we could show up just thinking like, ugh, this is the way it is. It's another day at work or it's this fight again or I'm so tired of listening to that or whatever. In that way, that's a, that's kind of like a disempowered, um, more of a victim perspective. So what we're recognizing is that, you know, every single aspect of our lives, like just take a moment to think about that. Like every aspect of your life, if you look around where you are right now, if you think about the people that you've interacted with recently, you know, if you, um, you, uh, you know, what you get in your mailbox and where you go to work and who your friends are and all of that kind of stuff, that is all something created by you, right? So if you just take a look around you and ask yourself the question, do you like what you see, Right? Does it really make you happy? Are you excited? Are you kind of in love with your life? Do you have lots of, of joy in your life? Right? And if there are one or more or your entire life that maybe is not as fantastic as you would like it to be or you've dreamed it could be, ask yourself whether or not you have looked at that part of your life, either now or at another point in time, and said, it is like this because, right? It's like this because so-and-so, you know, this is how they talk. Or my boss says, you know, it, I need to do it this way or whatever. Like, is there some other reason outside of you? I just can't change that, you know, I, I make $12 an hour and that's just the way things are, right? So, so if you've ever told yourself that limiting story of it's just like this, this is just the way things are, or I can't do it because, right? Then you've stepped into a disempowered place. Now, there's a difference here between I can't do it, um, you know, because and blaming something outside and then actually um, saying to yourself, okay, well, I accept a certain type of limitation or I choose to maintain this relationship even if it's not ideal or whatever. Even that just switches it over. Right, We might get back to that at some point in time. But for now, stepping into that place of um, really taking ownership for what it is that you've created at this point in time. So if you were to say a percentage of how happy you are, for example, like how overly satisfied are you with your life? How much do you love your life and all the parts of it? I would say, what percentage is that? You know, is that 20%? Is it 80%? Is it 99%? Right? And in this moment, are you willing to take responsibility for where your life is right now? Are you willing to take a look at it and whether it's 20 or 99 or four, are you willing to say, I have created this so far, right? The bottom line is if you even have 1% of your life that you really like, um, you can create more. You have the potential to be able to open up to more of what you love in your life because if you can do it a little, you can do it more. So I love that. I love that, that fact. So if there's any, 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 anything anywhere in your life that makes you happy, you can have more, more of that just by taking that responsibility, taking that, that ownership of where you are right now. 
And if you're particularly happy with an aspect of your life or, you know, the majority of your life, congratulations. It's a great pat yourself on the back moment of really acknowledging um, whether it has seemed like it's been by chance or by intention that you've been able to create something that really brings you a lot of joy and, and satisfaction. So once you take a look at this and you say, all right, so in some areas of my life, I'm, you know, it's really not working for me. You know, there's some things that really don't work. Um, I don't like my job or, you know, I'm not really feeling connected to my community or my friends or something like that. Once you take a look at that area, then you can say, all right, well, so what is it that I could do to change this? And the First thing, if you start to say, you hear it, it goes through your mind, it comes out your mouth, whatever. If you start to say, I can't because, or I have to because, or, you know, whatever, just let's just table that for a little bit. We'll like put it to the side. If you want to go back to being that way, you can go back to being that way. But for now, what we're going to do is just look at opportunities. Like this is the what if that's, this is the imagination and the creativity, right? So if we're, we're going to have more of what we want in our life, we're going to need to be creative about how we bring it in, right? Because we have what we have based on, you know, the ways that we've thought before and what we thought was possible before and all of that kind of stuff. So we have to open ourselves up. Like I was saying in the beginning, open ourselves up to more possibilities, even possibilities that, you know, seem not so reasonable maybe from this perspective. The idea is just just to start to open up. Like, could I open up to the idea of really loving, like having everything that I want in this particular area of my life or all my life, right? So say you're not happy with your, your work in some way, right? Well, you know, a, a way of, of kind of stopping yourself would be like, well, nobody's really happy with their work, right? Like, or, you know, it's like, I'm lucky I like, you know, some of my jobs. Some people don't like any of their job, right? So like you could kind of set limitations for yourself that way. And so this would just be like, okay, well, what if we open that up? What if you open up to this idea of being able to really have work that is deeply satisfying for you? That's everything that you really want it to be. So everything that you want, what would that feel like? How would you go about your day? When would it start? Who would you be working with? What would you be working on? you know, what makes it so ideal for you? What makes it your dream? And you know, what happens for some people here is they realize that even though that they don't like what they have, they don't actually know what they want, right? So that's where you pay attention. Again, you pay attention to those good feelings because they help to inform you about what it is that you really love, what you want more of in your life. So you kind of back up a step, just start to go into exploration. Okay, what is it? What are the pieces that feel good? If you're there looking at it and you're saying, okay, well, this is my ideal. I, I do know what it is and, um, you know, I feel powerless as far as how I can make that happen or there seems so many things that are locking me into it, it being this way. Usually people use, you know, uh, uh, money and, uh, you know, their, their obligations and responsibilities towards others, um, as something in specifically the work, work sphere to hold themselves back. It's like, well, what would, you know, what would it be like? What, what could happen? Once again, it doesn't have to. You don't have to actually say, look, this is the way it's going to be. It's not even, we're not even at planning mode yet about how you can make it happen. All you're doing is opening up to possibility. Like, what would it feel like if I liked everybody that I worked with, right? You know, and, and what would those people be like? What would, what would it feel like? If I loved the, the day-to-day and the, all of the pieces of my work, and what would that look like? 
right? And so you, you don't have to know 100%. You just have to know even just a little just to be able to see that, you know, 1% change that you could make. Right. So, um, you know, what is it that you might be able to imagine or dream in? You ever look at somebody and say, oh, wow, they have the perfect job or look, that's the perfect relationship or whatever. Well, there's lots of really fabulous information in that for you. Um, that there's some sort of ideal that that um, person or situation is holding. So you open yourself up to this sense of creativity and possibility, bringing in new ideas, right? And then you do the same thing. It's almost like you repeat the process at the next level, which is you start to generate ways to create that. And at this point in time, I usually tell people, just take it off, take it off the table, right? Like don't, don't um, worry about, take off the need for it to be practical, for it to make sense because you're not doing it yet. You're just kind of working through the different pieces, right? So take off the table the need to be practical and then step into kind of a, the step into the ideas of like how you could make that happen as crazy as they might be, right? And we'll talk a little bit more about that um, when we come back from our break. And um, if you'd like to call in today, you can call in at the number one 877-230-3062. That's 877-230-3062. 3062. Um, you can ask any questions that you want. And um, we will be back, or I will be back right after the break. is your chance to be part of the show call 877-230-3062 call in with your questions or thoughts and talk with the host and their guests again that number is 877-230-3062 author and educator dr kate signer wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion with 18 years in the field of personal development a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesigner.com. Are you craving positive change in an area of your life? Dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected? Internationally recognized author and facilitator Dr. Kate Siner is a compassionate and fearless advocate for positive change. Through personally tailored programs and masterful mentoring, Dr. Kate's genius lies in helping you get connected to your core so you can make a difference in the world starting with yourself. Visit www.katesigner.com. That's K-A-T-E-S-I-N-E-R.com. Be the change you wish to see is a phrase that gets said a lot. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to make the changes you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived that support you on your path of positive change. To learn more and get started, visit www.katesigner.com.
This is Kate Siner with Real Answers. And um, right before the break, we were talking about um, how to have more of what you love in your life. And specifically, I was talking about um, being able to move from a place of uh, feeling like you don't have any control, power, uh, choice in what your life is like, moving into a place of actually feeling like you you can um, make choices and changes, right? And then opening up to the potential that's there, the ideal that you're really wanting, right? And then from there, we just started to talk about, okay, well, once you've really connected with that ideal, of what it is that you're you're wanting and you know you've you've played around with it you've allowed it you've allowed yourself to be creative then the next piece that is there is now opening up the avenue so it's like the next level of brainstorming and the next level of creative brainstorming is how can i take these um these steps like uh, what might get me there and you think of everything. So in other words, if you're trying to get, uh, find a new way to get to work in the morning, right? You could think about anything. So, right, you might naturally think, well, you know, I could take my car, I could ride my bike, I could use the bus, right? But in brainstorming, you might, even if you live in, you know, a landlocked state and not near any major body of water, you might say something like, I could take a boat to work. Not because you're actually going to end up taking a boat to work, but because you don't know what might happen from that, right? So what might happen is you think, oh, well, you know, I think about taking a, a boat to work. Well, from a boat, then maybe an association gets made with your friend who really likes to go boating and maybe that association leads you to think about carpooling and maybe that association makes you think about something else. See? So brainstorming allows opportunities to open up. And and so that's the exactly why you don't worry about, well, will that work? Will that not work? It's not about saying, well, you know, uh, either committing to taking a boat to work or um, saying that it won't work. It's not about either one of those. It's just about letting it be out there, right? So we go back to the uh, work, the work situation. You've thought of your ideal work situation. You know what you'd love to be doing. You know who you'd love to be working with, you know, or you, you at least have inklings of this, right? You can feel that. And, and then you start to say, oh, okay, well, you know, what would it be like? What is one thing that I could change, right? What is one thing that I could change in my work environment right now that would start to bring it in that direction? Right? So, and then you can go down a whole road with that of just being curious about something that you could change in your work environment so that it's more your ideal. So that's one option. Another option is to say, okay, well, what, what other options do I have for work? Where, you know, are there other jobs that are similar to this? Um, are there, um, uh, totally different jobs that might have nothing to do with what I'm doing right now, but might be something I'm interested in or a good fit for me, whatever. Um, and you can start to think, okay, well, where are these people that I would really like to be working with? And what if I just were to make a connection with them? Uh, whether they're, you know, friends or, or people that you've, you know, contacts, colleagues, associates, you know, what would it be like to just start to make connections with people that you would love to be involved with and, and growing your work with? And so you're kind of expanding on these, like, well, what are ways to do this? If this, you know, this is kind of like strategies. What are, what could be strategies? Can you change something you're doing now? Can you change your location? Can you change, you know, what, what you're doing for work? Can you, you know, can you, uh, find new people to relate to? Can you spend more time with people that you like outside of work? How does that influence then your work life? See how we're just moving it around and opening up, opening up all of the different possibilities. 
I want to explain this a slightly different way because I think that it, it will be good to hear it this way. When you feel trapped in your life and you don't feel like you have any options, right, or that you don't have a lot of, of, of control or power, then you're in lockdown, what we could see is just like if we were to draw, it would be like a knot or it would be, you know, a really somebody with all their muscles clenched or something like that. You know, you, you're in a lockdown and what you want to do is you want to start to get things moving, right? Because a lockdown isn't going to serve you. So any kind of movement is going to be good. And this we're talking about kind of, you know, mental, em- emotional, creative movement, like what could happen here? Um, you know, how might I do this? And it's, it's, it's play of a type. It's creativity, right? We have to be willing to step outside. Like I said, when we were starting to be willing to step outside of what we know and what we've become accustomed to calling true and step into, it's the unknown, but the potential, the creative potential that's there in every moment. And so let's look at a different circumstance. So, so we'll move away from work and we'll look at um, there's a person that you continually run into um, in, in your town, right? And you, it's just like whatever, you're on the same groove, you run into each other at least a couple times a week. And for whatever reason, this contact, this point of contact is really uncomfortable for you, right? And, you know, sometimes you have this experience, it could be with like family members or friends or exes or whatever, right? So you, this, this, this contact is really uncomfortable. And now one thing would just to be like to, to grin and bear it. Another would just be just kind of like, uh, try to push it away, pretend it's not happening. Um, you know, try to find new ways of doing things so you, you can avoid this person, like all of that kind of stuff. So feel how that is. It's kind of stuck. It's limited in what could happen. You haven't moved into sort of that expansiveness and that creating more of what it is that you really want. Right. So the um, what you want to do is like you take that situation, you say, okay, you recognize the discomfort, right? So important when when I've like repeated kind of the step by step of you know of being happier, more fulfilled, more successful. First part is always awareness, right? The first thing you have to do is you have to be aware of what's going on, what it is that you want to change, et cetera, et cetera. So. Um, once you recognize, oh, mm, this isn't working for me, then the next thing that you can do is you can either go to complaining, um, you can move into suffering, um, and, um, or you can move in into like being more aggressive, but a really wonderful thing to do is be able to switch into potential, which is just stopping in the moment. I don't like this, right? This is what I would like to have happen. I don't like this. It's not working the way that I want, whether it's an aspect of my life or a situation or whatever. And, you know, okay, now what is it I would like to have happen? Right? Stepping into the creativity, stepping into um, the potential of what it is, opening yourself up to something different. Now, the sooner that you can do this, like, you know, in uh, the more you practice it, you can do it right in the moment, right? It'll be like right in that very moment, you can uh, say, oh, okay, I'm not liking the way this is going. I think I want to switch something over. Sometimes it's not that easy either because um, we don't have enough awareness, we don't have enough skill, whatever it is. And so sometimes it is just doing that process when removed from the situation, and, you know, in certain circumstances, it might take a lot of work. You might have to think about it for a little while and to even move into this place of being open and being creative. So so looking at this person that you're running into and that you're not really liking that the dynamic and then stopping saying, I don't like it. Okay, well, um, what is it I would like to create here? How would I like to interact with this person? And people just say, they get stuck here, right? We're not 
taught to think about really what could shift in a way that will actually help us. A lot of times people will say something, well, I sure wish that person wouldn't X, you know, wouldn't talk like that, wouldn't act like that, wouldn't, you know, do things that make me feel bad. Um, or I wish that person would just disappear or, you know, something. It's like the, the, the focus is, is changing that other person, changing the circumstance. And while I've been talking about how that's like helpful to know that you can change circumstances, there is a little bit of a catch there. And the catch is, is that, you know, you cannot always change another person's behavior. And the majority of the time uh, that people are wanting to, it's actually not so um, helpful. It's not the best place to look, right? So the question is not how can I change this other person so that I can be happy. The, to, the question is how can I change and what do I want to change? So for one person... After, you know, going through that creative process, one person might come to, I I think I'm okay just, you know, just politely saying hello and moving on. Like, I don't want to spend any more time with that. That just seems easy. That feels good to me, right? Another person might want to, um, you know, say something about the dynamic that they're feeling or show up there in a different way. So in other words, if the person's doing something you don't like, it might be a matter of showing up and being able to hear them differently. It's just like, oh, okay, well, that's just, you know, they're just being whatever, condescending. I don't have to take that on, right? So recognizing that how you respond to what's going on is another place to be really, really creative, Right? So this person's acting in a certain way and my, my thought might be they're doing this to me. And then the place to be creative is just like, well, what if I had choice in the way that I was to show up? What if I could choose how I was going to take that person's comments or behavior? You know, and what if I was to, in understanding what my ideals are overall for life, craft a response that feels really authentic and moves me closer to being in the world in a way that I really love and feel good about, right? So I'm going to go back and just make sure that I've clarified that, right? Because it's a place where people really get stuck around this, which is particularly when dealing with other people, the closer that person is to you, the more likely you are to do this. It is easy to go to a place of wanting the other person to change so that we can actually be more comfortable, our problem goes away. And that, even if you can be really creative about it, like, well, an anvil drops out of the sky and falls on the person's head. You know, you can be really creative about it, but it's not actually going to get you as far as being creative about either how you want to step in or not step into the situation to begin with, or how you want to relate to what it is that's going on, right? And because that's when you really know, it's just like, you know, like if I want to be, if I choose, I want to be happy and, and I want to feel good in, in all as, as many circumstances as possible in my life, right? Then at work, I might, even if I don't like my job, I might choose to do things that cultivate that sense of well-being, right? Even if, you know, I ultimately I need to make more decisions around it or whatever. And in relationships, same thing. It's like, well, okay, so if I want to feel good, what are the things that are going to support me in doing that? And that and that isn't enough. It isn't just like saying oh, it's all about feeling good all the time and and all of that kind of stuff. Because sometimes in order to feel really good about ourselves, we need to do some challenging things. We need to confront somebody. Um, We need to just like 
totally rewrite a situation in order to feel like we're in integrity. You know, there's a lot of things that can happen that, you know, that come under the head of feeling good, but it's not just about, you know, like feathers and chocolate (laughs) kind of feeling good. It's more about, you know, really knowing what's most important, right? Like what's most important to me? It's most important And what's the ideal that I want to create? Those two are like overlapping ways of kind of connecting in with the world that are really, really important. Right? So um, in, in kind of wrapping up this segment here in, um, in, in wrapping up this segment and taking a look at just like a quick review of where we've been, you know, recognizing that you have that power and ability to change your life in the way that you want, opening up to creativity and really just allowing everything and anything to come out, right, of, of that process, and then really looking at yourself sometimes and, you know, what I'd call like the smaller parts of ourselves that really would like to, you know, control or change other people, right, rather than be empowered and creative and connected to like potential and ideals, right, because that's a little bit of a stumbling block in there. That we, that we get into. And, you know, so in, as with everything, as you're starting to develop yourself at a kind of like a, a more, you know, like a more nuanced, in a more nuanced way, you're going to, you're, you're going to find that there are areas that you get stuck, right? And it's not that the principles don't work. The principles are really solid actually and can help you navigate quite a bit. But when you get stuck, it's sort of that reminder, oh, there's something here I need to figure out right? I'm trying to change another's behavior. I'm not really focusing on myself. I've started to put limitations on what it is that I'm capable of or what it is that I can do. And I need to open up a little bit. You know, there'll be stumbling blocks, but you know, you just kind of like, once you get up to them, if you spend a little bit of time or ask some questions, it's a great thing to call in about here. Um, if you have some questions around this, you've had an experience, you've tried some things out and you're not a hundred percent sure of, you know, why it isn't working for you. Wonderful, wonderful question. We can usually walk you through that pretty quickly. So, um, it is time for our second break of this show and, um, I will be talking to you more when you get back. Telephone number, if you'd like to call in, is 877-230-3062. It's 877-230-3062. And um, I'll be back in just a minute. Educator Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesiner.com. Be the change you wish to see is a phrase that gets said a lot. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to make the changes you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived that support you on your path of positive change. To learn more and get started, visit www.katesiner.com. 
Now is your chance to be part of the show. Call 877-230-3062. Call in with your questions or thoughts and talk with the host and their guests. Again, that number is 877-230-3062. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Seiner, and this is Real Answers. And um, we have been talking about how to have more of what you love in your life. And um, I did a little bit of a review just before the break, but um, in general, um, what I'm talking about is opening up into uh, more possibilities, expanding your understanding, belief, uh, whatever, of, um, of what's possible. And um, this is super, super important when if we want to start to embrace growth and change and, you know, have more fulfillment and everything like that in our life. There, there, I'm going to move away from that now for the, the last part of this, this show today. And, um, because there's something that there's some things that I think are, are really beautiful around having more of what we love that, um, are worth touching on. And, um, one of the, one of the expressions actually is, um, from Alan Watts and, um, it's, you are the perfect expression of the universe exactly where you are in this moment. Right. And, uh, I, I love this. And what I, what I want to say about this is that one of the things that, helps us in life overall with our fulfillment and, and doing more of what we love is, is to be able to see that, to be able to see that, um, our, our longing, um, our, our desires and even, you know, our discomforts are, our guides, um, in our, our full expression in the world. And not only is that a personal drive, but it's a divine expression, right? It's, you know, it's like, like you are a perfect piece of the universe unfolding into your life. And there's something about this when this, like when getting down into purpose that I think is, is so deep and so valuable to be able to connect into um, in, in that place, it's like when I was talking about kind of being stuck or being disempowered or feeling like we can't really create what we want, it's almost like the blinders are coming in, you know, the lights are dimming down on us, you know, there's things that are contracting and, and we can feel like things are getting smaller or harder or they're stuck or whatever it is, right? And so there, you know, we need things to balance that out. Right. There's there's a awareness and and opening up to this potential and being creative and all of that stuff. That's all really, really wonderful. And to facilitate that. And to create a really deep, deep knowing that we have this capacity to be creative, to reach our potential to that. It's like it's it's like our our birthright, so to speak. We are the unfolding of, the perfect expression of. So take a moment right now and think of yourself as the perfect expression, right? So I was saying, take a look at your life. Do you like what it is that you see in your life? Take responsibility for that, right? But what if you were to accept yourself completely and totally? What if you were to take a moment and say, like, yeah, you know, like, just as I am with everything that I want, all of my desires and my, my impulses for what it is that I want to, to create and have more of, whether it's relationships or work or, you know, anything. 
right? What if, you know, everything that you are, even the things that you don't like and all everything that's coming forward in every morning is absolutely perfect the way that it is, right? That's the tension that we walk all the time, right? Between complete acceptance of ourselves and the willingness to be open to grow and to change. It's, a, it's, a, it's just the paradox that we're inside of. Right? Complete deep expression. You are the perfect expression of the universe. Exactly where you are in this moment. Right? And there's such a deep amount of appreciation and beauty that's there in that. You know, to, to be able to see that it's, you know, it's not about being anywhere else besides where you are in order to be in this state of, um, uh, alignment or, or bliss. Right. So in that, like you can, you know, I don't, I'm not sure about you, but even just as talking, uh, talking about it with you, I can feel a settling happening inside. There's like, um, a, a solidity and, um, a certain amount of, uh, calm resolve, um, effortless intention is one of the phrases that's been used for it. Right. And this is the place. This is, this is like the place that the creativity in your life can spring out of. Right. So in this knowing that all, you know, that exactly how it is and, and, and whatever is created is absolutely perfect. Right. And you get to go and change with it. And when you don't like something, you get to say, oh, I don't like that. But it's not because there's something bad, wrong, unchangeable, unfixable, whatever. It's just simply because there's information out there for you to take a look at, to experience, right? And to be creative about, right? So deeply connected to yourself, you move out into the world, you get positive feedback and you say to yourself, I have more information about what it is that I love. How can I have more of this in my life? Right? And then you have, you go out into the world, you have that connection, you go out to the world, you say, oh, I don't like this at all. Right? I don't like this at all. Okay, well, now you have information. And you could be creative about what it is that you want. What's going to bring you closer to that deep sense of truth and love and longing that you have inside of yourself. Right? So I really hope you can feel that because I think that that, uh, like that concept, so to speak, that experience is something that dramatically shifts our ability to, um, to navigate the world and to create more of what we want. It, um, because it comes from that, that deeper part of ourselves, right? And that more fully accepting, wise, loving part of ourselves that is just is more naturally and easily creative. It just can see more clearly. And once again, that's one of those things where, you know, it's like as you're growing your perception of, of yourself, of, you know, of life, of, you know, how to make it better, all of that kind of stuff. As you're growing, you know, there are going to be points where it's just like, oh, I'm not really sure. Like it feels fuzzy. I can't really see that. I don't know, you know, what it is that she's talking about. But in, in that is absolutely fine, right? It's absolutely fine. You, there will be things that get presented, concepts that get presented to you from me, from the world, from books, whatever. There will be concepts that are presented that there's just a little bit, you know, that that lands or sometimes it doesn't. It feels just kind of foggy, but um, but that that's okay. It, it works. It It comes in and we start to understand more and more. The more time you spend with some of these concepts about opening up and creating more of what it is that you you love in your life, the more that you start to understand how to do it, 
what are the things like, what does it mean to be like, to be really fully self accepting and to be creative and to move into more of what you want? Right. What are the things that, um, what are the things that you can, um, can, can kind of get you like wrap your head around or, or, you know, start to apply, you know, sometimes the first thing is just like, okay, I just need to be aware. Yes, absolutely. We all do all the time. Every single person can grow in their ability to be aware, right? So just to be able to be present to the moment, right? That might be the, the one piece that, that makes sense. And, and the other pieces are, you know, feeling a little bit more, you know, esoteric, right? So you, but you work with that. And kind of trust that it's like the, your, your sight in this way about how to really be empowered and how to open up more of your life and how to have more of a positive impact for yourself and others. It, it grows. It grows over time. It changes over time. Um, just with the willingness to kind of stick with it and, um, and let it evolve. Right. So. I just wanted to add that little piece in just because I think that the, the feeling of it is, is really sweet. And, um, you know, today kind of looking at mostly the awareness, right? Information, opening up, opening ourselves up to the creative potential in order to bring in more of what we want in our lives. Right. So hopefully you got some good ways that you might be able to do that. You know, um, what I often hear people say that work with me is that they, uh, you know, it's like I, somehow I show up in their head at some point in time. It's like, oh, okay, it's a moment to be aware or it's a moment to think creatively or, or something like that. So, um, you know, that might, that might happen. And that, that's a type of awareness right there. So, um, uh, that's kind of the summary for today. I'd like to, you know, inform you of a couple other things before we close for today. Um, one is that, um, not next week, but the week after. So two weeks from now, um, we're going to, I'm going to start having guests on the show. And at that point in time, um, you know, we'll be getting people in to talk about their own specialty areas and how you can grow in your own fulfillment and success in your life. It'll be really, really wonderful. Um, and, and in addition to that, also we'll have some time where, um, there'll be some people who will be on similar to last week where you'll see some kind of like live dynamic um, uh, coaching time or mentoring time so that um, you can kind of get a sense of how other people start to navigate this. Um, so you can see the application of some of these ideas. Okay. And uh, for now, I would like to... Um, uh, just wrap things up by letting you know to visit my website at uh, katesigner.com. That's K-A-T-E-S-I-N-E-R, katesigner.com. We have a lot of new things rolling out this month that I look forward to telling you about um, and including a totally new website will be out in the next couple of weeks. So um, I'll keep you posted on that. And i um, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your, um, rest of your day. If you're in the colder climates, please stay warm. And, um, I look forward to connecting with you next week on Real Answers Radio. You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help.